This is You Missed My Childhood, the podcast where we take a movie that I have seen in my youth and talk about it with my co-host, who has just watched the movie for the very first time. My name is Jeff Rothschafer, and I'm joined remotely by Ali Tabibnejad, who is a real sexual tyrannosaur. How are you doing today, man? <laughs> I'm good. I'm excited about tomorrow because I'm flying out to, um, to Missoula, Montana, and there is a... There's a strange echo right Uh-oh. now. Uh-oh. I don't know where it's coming from. An echo where? You hear an echo already? That's not good. I know, right? I am coming to Missoula tomorrow, and I'm very excited about it. I uh, uh, have some fears, but not many. I'm just You have excited. some fears? Some fears about coming, like, coming back to Missoula brings fear into your heart? Uh, used to drink and smoke ah. weed the last time I sure. was there. But I honestly don't see that being an issue. And I just already miss uh, being in Missoula, if that makes sense, like afterwards. What? <laughs> you miss? <laughs> what I know, are you right? Talking about? <laughs> like, I'm already dreading the feeling I will have when I leave Missoula back. Oh, I think here. it'll be fine, man. It's it's 100 degrees here, and it's going to be that way the whole time you're here. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be terrible. So... Unless you're in the river, it's not going to be a very fun time to be here, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. That's weird that like Georgia is more moderate right now than dude like <laughs> yeah yeah the the west is just like this rash right now across the country. Oh, and it's, this is awesome. We already talked about things that are current when we are going to definitely release this episode much later than usual. Oh my god. Right. So I guess right. should we just get that out of the way? Yes. Yes, okay. let's do that. <laughs> so I guess we're going to start doing bi-weekly episodes at least I wouldn't say indefinitely, but at least the rest of the summer because we have kind of started tracking out how the next few weeks or the next two months look and it's gonna be really really hard to report a record a podcast every week and edit it so i think we're just saying that we're slightly lazy and (laughs) 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 no just that we're really busy and now it's gonna be hopefully busy with some funner things and some traveling and some socializing so yeah, we're going to uh, drop this back to a bi-weekly thing, at least for the next two months. Maybe longer if we like that too much, which we might. <laughs> I fear we may. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then we're, are, we thoughts. are going to release the dump of all the shitty episodes we've been holding back for the last few months. <laughs> so you guys have no idea, but we have several episodes recorded um, that are kind of from the beginning days. And I'm not so excited about putting those out ever, but I think they will come out in the next few weeks. Yeah. Right. We owe it to uh, to something. To, I, I don't know. We don't owe it to anything. <laughs> to put oh, yeah. Out. You think, you think someone's waiting maybe. for these? <laughs> right. Like the Billy Madison episode, we talked about it. Yeah. You know, so, oh, yeah. So you know. Someone has been like taking notes like, finally, they're releasing Billy Madison. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> right. That guy. Um, yes, that guy. <laughs> Actually, I've heard. I've only heard friends say that if if you release Billy Madison, I will not listen to it. So we'll see if that actually tracks out or not. Oh wow! Okay, you can probably guess the friend. Have you told him about Billy Madison? No, he's listened to every every episode, so he hears us talking about it. He's the guy that we're making no. fun of. <laughs> I can't wait till Billy Madison comes up. <laughs> yeah, do you didn't recognize my, my impression of. 
And I mean, another thing is uh, that we've just made too much money with this podcast too quickly. And we just need to take some time to like acclimate to the riches. And um, you might say you're selling out, but I say we are just being human. That being said, if you want to see us go back to weekly episodes, go to our donate page on anchor.com and <laughs> kick us right. some money and maybe, maybe we'll start making more right. often. <laughs> we definitely would make these more often if uh if you paid us let's say i don't know 10 grand what what the fuck man (laughs) like take that down by like when we already make like way more than that so (laughs) so we oh yeah we make more than 10 grand a week i forgot about that (laughs) i forgot that all of a sudden my mortgage is not a concern in my life <laughs> right. I I, th- I think yeah. you're confusing the ten dollars that I was donating. <laughs> Did you well, stop? Anchor kicked me out because I the, one of my payments got rejected. <laughs> oh, <Yes. laughs> that's such a the sad struggle story. is real. Like you're trying to Ugh. yeah, trying to like donate to yourself. <laughs> your card gets rejected. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we, we don't need any more money. But uh, yeah, check That's the donate true. link in anchor.com. Look at the description right, right. and um, yeah, kick us some <laughs> kick us some bucks. And may, some maybe bucks. maybe we'll be back. I mean, two weekly episodes. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so next week we're actually going to record in person, but we're going to record an episode that probably won't be released until like the fall. Unless wow. we decide to re- release it earlier, who knows what we're going to do. <laughs> I think we're going to This right? is just like the beginning of the <laughs> podcast because now that we finally kind of found a niche, we're going to like scramble it up and do something else. Right. And, well, you're not really scrambling it up. We just found our pace. It's like every other week rather than once a week. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, we, we're telling them it's a temporary pace. Are we now saying this is like, oh, oh we're yeah, going right. to... You seem like already pretty sold on like, <laughs> well, doing less things sounds better than more. <laughs> Let's keep with that. Uh, it it does, but no one knows the future. That's It'd also be really true. nice to have two weeks to edit these fucking things, so... Uh, I know, that's for right yes. now, though. Oh, no, you're talking about the future. Eh, no, still. maybe. I mean, yeah, I'm talking about... Well, the future okay. is that we have two weeks out of these things, starting with this week, so that's nice for me. Oh, you planned this. Well, I mean, in the way that I thought of it just yesterday, I think. <laughs> yes, I did plan it. I guess you could call that planning. <laughs> uh, There's always a mini war between us games. about who has to do more editing. <laughs> who is, who's sabotaging whose episode to, for the editing? <laughs> but yeah, okay. so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna record in person pretty soon here, and that's gonna be kind of surreal. I don't know. Maybe it's gonna be hard. Yeah, I feel like we should do something special. Like put a sheet between us. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> like maybe do a, a non-movie episode or something. Mm. Well, oh. you know, you you were criticizing me for bringing out movies that were going to be quick. And that always happening in the weeks when I edited. But then I think Predator is something that we probably have a lot to talk about, right? Because that's a movie we're talking about today, of course. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, so you don't really feel I like was it. Definitely feels, you know, middle of the road as far as how much I have to say. It's definitely more than the last sure. couple of movies. But one thing I noticed uh, at the beginning, uh, which I was told is probably present throughout the entire movie was shakiness of the credits did you see that oh. have you noticed with like old movies this must be something that like you focus on in film school and they're like looking for love for the shakiness that's like you know it's an old movie 
<laughs> yeah, I guess it has to do with digitization of of films. Ah. Where back in the day, like I don't know, they, the sprockets of the projector were worn out, and it would wobble this way and that. And I just figured that would be a very fascinating thing to uh, tell our audience because that's the kind of thing oh, that I <laughs> that I find interesting. <laughs> Wait, are you the guy that wants Billy Madison to be released? It's been you all Probably. along. Yeah. We should have known this. I guess we can talk about actors really quickly because there's some interesting things to say about the actors. Oh. I mean, did you recognize many of the actors? You recognize one, of course. Did you recognize more than one? <laughs> uh, no, I recognized the name in the credits and by the end, because they showed yeah. everyone, I guess, um, I knew who, who he was. Who is what this? He looked like. Jesse Ventura. What do you know about that dude? Not a whole lot. Oh. Um, is he the, like, was he, did he become a governor or something? He was the governor of Minnesota. Oh, that's yeah. right. That guy. Yeah, man. I remember cool. when that happened, like there was, I can't remember, I was 17. So it was just before I kind of really started to like care, or understand much about politics. Mm-hmm. I just remember that there was like all these dudes in my class that were just turning 18 because I was at a summer birthday. So anyone that has a fall birthday or, you know, a winter or spring birthday, they turn 18 when they're still in high school. And so all these kids came into class, like all these dudes are like, fuck yeah, just Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> and it was something that no one saw coming at all. And then the next day I woke up, my mom was like, well, guess who the governor is? And I'm like, oh, I don't know, the wrestler guy? She's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> And then my teacher Funny. just like sighing and like, ah, I don't know why we've done this. But, you know, the the whole reason why it happened is, well, I mean, it's kind of, I think he kind of ran like a, a populist campaign, if I'm not mistaken about that. So he had this kind of, you know, appeal to, to working class people and just, you know, normal people. And he's also a celebrity and Americans seem to have a lot of. Respect for celebrities running the country. (laughs) Yes, a lot of trust for that. (laughs) But yeah, but then I remember too, like the one thing I remember from that political season was that the Democrats and Republicans were just bickering the whole time and everyone was sick of it. Huh. But then that got better, though. Oh yeah, you know? that got way better. Yeah, I know. Last time there was like no bickering at all. It was like very <laughs> at all. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> every debate so I saw civil. was very well seasoned and informative, <laughs> and evenly keeled. So stiff. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like watching WrestleMania. <laughs> okay, so we were talking about how bickering just left American politics altogether. Oh yeah, yeah. The bickering. Yep. Because of Justin Ventura, he came and he uh, conquered. <laughs> Well, I was saying he—I was saying he only ran for one term because I think he was pretty unpopular because he kept on like saying crazy shit, like, and he kept on kind of using his political post to like do strange things. Like he was the host of this very poorly thought out thing called the XFL, which is like the NFL but more extreme. <laughs> I have no—I mean, I should remember that was on TV and it was like, hey, do you like the NFL? But is it too wussy? Come watch XFL. And I just remember, like, it was all about the cheerleaders. The cheerleaders, like, wore even, like, skimpier outfits. And he was one of the announcers on it. And I think it lasted, like, seriously. Yeah, I think it was pretty gross. And he did a Playboy interview. And I think that was the interview where he said, among other things, that religion is a crutch for the weak-minded. Jesus. I mean, you know. (laughs) But. (laughs) (laughs) No. It's it's, It's a bit much. Especially saying that in a state like Minnesota. Is Minnesota pretty religious? Uh, it's fairly religious. I mean, I think most states are fairly religious unless you're talking about I like New so. California or something like that. Right, right. Yeah, right, but especially right. Minnesota. And he had very 
impenetrable views. So you couldn't really tell if he was a conservative or a liberal, and he kind of like tried to play both sides. I think. Wow. I'm a I'm a conser- fiscal conservative and a social liberal. Yeah, I know. Oh. Now I'm the mind Ventura. Before I was the body. Now I'm the mind Ventura. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I think that was one of the first things he said. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah, Yeah, one of the first things he said in this movie was a homophobic slur, so there you go. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. And then he talked about how um, chewing tobacco will make you a sexual tyrannosaur. Exactly. (laughs) Just like you. (laughs) Your nickname in college. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is a good time for this question. At this point, who was Arnold? Mm. What movies had he done and how was he perceived? He did a handful. I mean, he was perceived as being like, you know, a muscle guy. And I think he was perceived as being a good actor to play a robot. But this is kind of the first movie where he played a human. Oh, really? Like he had done Terminator? Yeah, yeah. He did the first Terminator. Yep. This is 1987. So he did the first Terminator, which I think was like 84. And then he also did yeah. a movie called Commando and then Conan the Barbarian. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That movie is awesome. Oh, you've seen um, that one? I have. Oh, that's funny. I, I, never, I don't think I've ever seen it. You know, he also did the documentary Pumping Iron. Have you seen that? Oh, no. That's an actual documentary? What? Okay. We definitely need to watch that for the... Yeah, we need to watch awesome. that for this podcast for sure. Fuck yeah. Awesome. Which movie made him that big? It was, it was kind of the Pumping Iron thing because he was Mr. Universe. Oh, it was like this, mystery, yeah, yeah. this muscle man competition thing. And then after that, all of the movies were big. So especially, I think, that, yeah. yeah, I mean, every single one of those movies is just huge. And he was kind of one of those dudes that, like, whatever he was in was guaranteed to be his hit. Yeah, right. Uh, so Mr. Universe, is that still a thing? Why did only one... One Arnold Schwarzenegger become huge out of that because he was doing movies. It wasn't maybe. the case, you know. There was, I mean, there was something about the seventies and the eighties, and maybe to a lesser extent the nineties, where like people just could could not get enough of muscles. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you can see it's, this movie. Like one of the first shots you see is like two muscles just like bulging at each other. Exactly when they, yeah, <laughs> when they do the like, yeah, Dylan, you son of a bitch. Exactly, exactly. That line like is made fun of. A lot in a Rick and Morty episode. Oh, is it? Um, yeah, where like it's like a heist movie and like the gathering of the people. You know, every time we meet a new character, they're like, "Oh, you son of a bitch!" I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those muscles, like his fucking deltoid, was unnaturally large. Oh, and literally, yeah. I mean, like, there's lots of steroids going yeah, on. Right. He and uh, I feel do, like. Do you recognize the other dude? Do you recognize the dude that plays Dylan? No, I mean, yes. No, I don't. You don't? I mean, I kind of recognize his face, but let's say I don't. Do you? Uh, okay. Uh, he was in a couple things. Do you, Did you watch the Rocky movies? Yes, a long time. I mean... He was Apollo Creed. Ago, but yeah. Oh, no shit. That makes sense. Actually, yeah, that, that just clicked. You're right. I w- also wanted to say, like, M- Mr. Universe is right. Like, my brother had Arnold's poster, like, inside his closet door, and these were, like, huge doors. Um so it was a pretty sizable poster and you know he was posing with that same i guess it's a bicep i guess i should know <laughs> the you mean he's flexing his muscle uh, yeah right, it's exactly. probably a bicep yeah right and like there wasn't rocky not a rocky i think yeah there was a rocky fucking poster there too and maybe even a rambo one and like stallone versus schwarzenegger was always like a topic to be discussed like which one would win in a fight and 
Andor. Oh man, that reminds me. So there's some like funny behind the scenes things I read about for this movie, and one of them is that Arnold he tricked uh, he tricked well he told the wardrobe people to tell Just Ventura that Just Ventura's muscles were bigger than his, so that Just Ventura oh. would bet a bottle of champagne so he get a free bottle of champagne. Huh. You just tell him that uh, his muscles are actually bigger than mine, and he will trick him into <laughs> buying me a bottle of champagne. That's awesome. Um, both the thing Arnold did and your impression of him. <laughs> yeah, man. So, I don't know. This is a movie, too, that's like, it's almost like, there is no women in this world. <laughs> 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 there was the one girl that uh, they hauled around the yes um, yeah the captive i guess i don't know uh, if she was yeah a... she was a hostage i think so there's a whole yeah. plot there's a whole reason why things happen but i didn't really i don't know i guess i could have like thought about it harder what was going on but it's like well this movie obviously is not really meant for that uh i guess the the thing they're told is that it's yeah it's like a minister who's i don't know doing something sh- um out in the forest and but the actual reality is that they they were CIA and and I don't know what yeah I I I feel like I have to watch the movie again to like follow the exact thought You would have to and it's not worth it. that that's why I have a very exactly, vague notion exactly. of what's it's like totally yeah, defeats the purpose yeah, of the exactly, movie Yeah exactly because it doesn't matter because there's an <laughs> alien in the forest and that's fucking everyone up mm-hmm. except for he's not fucking up anyone that actually lives there apparently he's just like messing up the CIA that comes in and then like the the special forces that come in but then all the locals they seem fine they don't seem touched by the alien <laughs> And why is he hanging out there? Like, what does he want in the forest? Why is he killing people? Why is he skinning them? Uh, Did you? I mean, yeah, that's the whole thing. I mean, so we learn a few things about the Predator. We learn that mm. he's probably pretty smart, although... And he, he, he's, he likes fucking with people. He's like a parrot, so he just, like, copies their voices and, like, makes fun of them before he kills oh, them. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, that Billy dude, he, like, he, like laughed yeah. at the end. The Predator, before he blows himself up, he laughs like Billy. Aha, uh-huh, that's right. I was wondering what the fuck that was about, yeah, but no, that's what it was. Yeah, okay. and there's something else he did yeah. too. He like he like regurgitated a line from one of the people in the movie beforehand. Yeah, yeah, he definitely fucked with them. You're right. Yeah, and yeah, he was also like he was also you know better at sewing than I am with like way knobbier <laughs> fingers than I have. <laughs> huh. So yeah, sewing. What did he sew? He sewed. He like did surgery on himself. Oh, that's right. He did. I don't. Okay. I don't think he sold anything. He just like brought out a bunch of weird looking devices and were like yeah, he like, kind of stiffed himself up, up, right? Laser laser. Yeah, he fixed himself up. So if you had those devices, I bet you would have been trained on them. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, but I think you know, it's supposed to be like some kind of like pretty intelligent creature even though it's right. it's even though it's kind of seems driven by like the way we think of like a simple thing like a shark just like out to kill right. and that's it. Yeah, yeah. We never get a sense of like why he's so like at the beginning of the movie we kind of get to know what the deal is that there is some kind of alien presence because there's a shot of Earth and you know a spaceship, but we never find out what its goal is there and why exactly it is a predator killing all just humans, but he doesn't seem to care about I don't know birds or. And I also think the movie, you know, I think it's an intentional thing the movie does because I think that it wants you to be immersed in the world and kind of understand the predator as much as they do ah that's that's neat because I you are only do. in that one locale and as soon as you leave that locale the movie ends 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arnold is in the chopper and that's about it, right? That is totally it, yep. And there's a girl yeah. that, you know, there was like one eyeline that made you think like, is this going to be romantic? And then it does not. <laughs> yeah. Also, that girl who just been. like definitely didn't speak any English at all, like all Spanish. And all of a sudden, when she had to speak a right. lot, she like spoke perfectly fluent English. I think I think the movie makers were just <laughs> yeah. like, oh, this is going to be too many subtitles for Americans to read. Okay, let's just have her speak English for this part. It's just, yeah. And then it can be like this, this reveal about her ability. But then it wasn't because she went back to speaking only Spanish from that point on. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't like they weren't surprised or anything. They're like, oh, really? Okay, huh. Interesting. At one point, one of the guys said to Arnold, like, this is like Afghanistan, you remember? Oh, yeah. And he's like, no, I'm trying to forget. What Afghanistan are they talking about? Yeah, it's really weird. Because, you know, I think about Afghanistan being now, unfortunately, like the last 20 years of our involvement there. Right. And then also when Russia and Afghanistan were fighting, which right. we were involved in peripherally, but were we actually involved in that? And that was bef- that was after this anyways, right? That was like in the late 80s. Am I right about that timeline? Hmm, I think you are. I think it was after... Weird. Actually, I don't know. Maybe is Predator just like that prescient? <laughs> it was meant to be watched. Yes, it was meant to be <laughs> like watched now. Later. <laughs> Maybe they overdubbed it. <laughs> right. Because I know, I know that Schwarzenegger, he's supposed to be like a Vietnam vet. Man, I have been watching so much It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia that everything, everything you say, I'm like... Oh, that was oh no no that was that was it was always sunny. <laughs> Not oh, this weird. Movie. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what was the last thing you just said? That he was a Vietnam vet. Yeah, like uh, how? Oh God, what's his name? The old guy, Frank. Frank. How Frank is always like, you know, when I was in Nam, I did this and that, and <laughs> you know, he's. Just oh yeah, they're like Frank. You're in Nam in the nineties <laughs> or something like right. that. It wasn't like that long ago. <laughs> it was yeah. like slightly before I was in Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, my God. So you've been to Vietnam, too. Yeah, I've been to Vietnam twice. Is it awesome over there? I loved it. That's awesome. Yeah, especially, are you ready for it? I'm going to talk about China. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. But yeah, especially compared to China, it was kind of like, I don't know. it 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 felt like a pretty cool mixture of like very local Asian culture and then also kind of westernized, too. Oh. But also like still having its own unique spirit going. Whereas in Thailand, I felt like that that uniqueness, that kind of like pure localness, it was really hard to find mm-hmm. because it is so touristy. Really? Yeah. But Vietnam, I don't know. It wasn't that... I mean, there's like sections of Vietnam that certainly feel like they have tons of tourists. But yeah, it's not hard to get out of that and, you know, kind of experience almost like what China felt like, you know, 20, 30 years ago, according to people like Nico. So less westernized? Well, it's strange because it's more, so it's not so much about the westernization of it, but it's just more about the yeah. kind of shops they have, the fact that it's still oh. mostly dominated by like motorbikes and bicycles. There's not oh, that many cars, wow. dri- private cars driven around, whereas in China, like, right. there's, there's quite a few private cars now, unfortunately. Wow, that's a whole world out there. But uh, Jesse Ventura evidently ain't got time to bleed. Oh, yeah, that's one of the most just... famous lines. <laughs> That's awesome. I want to ask you, like, what what lines do you think, like, became part of Lexicon after, you know, became part of the pop culture consciousness Hmm. after this movie? Arnold had a couple of things to say. Oh, it was like, stick around. Oh, yep. One of his first puns when he had to do his one-liner, he threw threw a knife into a guy and it stuck into him. Stick around. (laughs) Right. Yep. And then he walks into some shanty and he's like, knock, knock. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then kills. Oh, man. <laughs> what do you think about Jesse Ventura's gun? <laughs> oh, the... 
the old the, painless the, the old painless yeah <laughs> oh my was, god they kind of put you in there like you're kind of feeling like you were operating it almost it is pretty wild for a movie made in the 80s like watching it at home it was like a pretty immersive experience as far as like just the sheer violence of it all yeah but the i don't know the sequence where they destroy the compound of the i don't know the russian fucking kbg people sure. whoever they are yeah whoever they are <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah i definitely seemed like you know the maybe like transition point between like completely just waving guns around and you know having people fall over and like the more realistic movies of the, the later i guess the you know around late 90s now which is a 20 year period i guess <laughs> where war movies kind of became more realistic so you think this was kind of like on the cusp of both those things yeah, I think so. What do you think? I thought it was pretty cartoonish and over the top because especially that scene, you just kept right. on seeing guys jumping from explosions over I and over know, again. I know, exactly. <laughs> like <laughs> so many bodies like So falling, many bodies. Not just falling down, like no, going jumping. up in the air yes. over like three trees. <laughs> <Yep. right. laughs> Flipping and jumping and doing things that would not happen from getting blown back by an explosion. Right. <laughs> yeah, like frag grenades, you know, they have fragments that kill people they don't <laughs> they don't yeah. make you like travel distance into the air fall i mean and that's one thing too i thought right away i was like oh yeah this this seems pretty competently directed yeah cinematic and i thought the jungle looked really cool in this movie right no they did a pretty good jungle because you know it was, it was shot on location it was actually shot, shot in mexico oh wow Wait, you said it was shot uh, shot on location? Well, we don't quite know where this location is, but we're assuming exactly. it's somewhere in Central yeah. America, I guess. But yeah, it was right. it was shot like in a in, in Mexican jungle. I mean, I guess it's like it was kind of a hard shoot. I guess you know all the actors just talked about how like brutal it I was. And how, it was a little hard shoot. Yeah, because yeah, you know they're shooting on location, and so and I guess like you know, an Arnold Schwarzenegger was covered in mud. He was like actually covered in mud for like three weeks straight. What? why and freeze it i well i guess they decided to keep on shooting the scenes right so like well okay now it's mud time <laughs> <laughs> wow it's hard to imagine arnold actually suffering for sake of a movie i know yeah you kind of think about just being like all right back in my trailer now boys <laughs> <laughs> right he like shows up delivers a couple of lines knock knock <laughs> and <laughs> goes back into his trailer flexes <laughs> get some oil on him <laughs> now i'm fully pumped right. thank you you used to be a man i could trust <laughs> you used to be a man i could trust <laughs> <laughs> you lied <laughs> yeah because there's this whole deception thing but that's not really played into too and speaking about things that are not played into so you know there's like there's this gang of weirdos and one of them <laughs> One of them's actually like kind of looking like a Revenge of the Nerds outtake, outcast. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? The dude with the glasses that keeps on talking, making like terrible jokes about his girlfriend. Right, right. And I didn't quite understand like what he was going for, how he thought this was supposed to be funny, which I thought would have been vital to like getting the the meta joke. Did you get what he was going for? I think like- they're just trying to be like, these are men's men. <laughs> these are manly men. <laughs> men. Yeah. Macho men. Did you see the muscles yet? Yeah. These are these kind of men. <laughs> okay. That's what I think it was so doing. So that guy is, he was like trying to fit in by coming up with dirty jokes about his girlfriend. Well, and then the, the reason why he is kind of like, yeah, the reason why he's kind of the outlier there is actually he was, he's a writer. He's not an actor. And so they cast uh-huh. him to do on, 
like on-site script rewrites whenever needed, which is kind of weird because why wouldn't you just like hire him to do something else if he's not an actor? But I guess that's what they did. Wait a minute. Like in reality, he was a writer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is a writer. What the hell? And they would give him... <laughs> They made him a writer. Why didn't they cast an actor? Is that what you just said exactly? Yes. <laughs> that is just what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to walk through that myself. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, th- but then there's Mac, and I did not catch this relationship at all, but apparently him and Jesse Ventura were like the best friends I ever. I know. Right. I I made it through like a good 40 minutes of the movie. Like watching it again, and I didn't catch anything between them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because you know, speaking about apocalypse now, like Justin Ventura dies, the predator gets him, and Mm -hmm. afterwards, Mac is like losing his fucking mind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like howling at the moon, and like yeah, just going nuts. My name into him. So after they kill everybody and just leave him at the compound. Mm -hmm. They have an actual... So, it was when uh, the hostage lady was with, you know, the first person who dies. I don't remember him. And uh, he... And so, we get that this this creature, whatever it is, it look, can look like the jungle. Like, it looks like right. it's see-through. It's a weird, like, uh, crystal-y effect. Pretty bad effect, actually. You think so? I don't think it looks very good. and I don't think it holds up. <laughs> I think Predator looks awesome when his face when his mask is off, but yeah, that weird effect didn't look very oh, cool. Oh, that's right. So you thought the effects looked okay in this movie? I didn't see a whole lot wrong. I mean, it just seemed like they were going for something and they could pull it off, I don't know, cheaply. Like it wasn't like I felt like something was missing from how it was how it was portrayed as, you know, when it was camouflaged. Sure. Yeah, it's a, and there's a certain aesthetic, there's a certain charm to it, but certainly, like, I don't know, I think that the blending to the juggle thing looked a little bit cheesy these days. The infrared camera thing, that that looked... Oh my god. Not very good, but then, after he took his face mask off when he saw his view, you know what that reminded me of? And this might be something that you didn't really experience. I think you probably did, actually. But when I was... I don't, when, when did this stop happening? I guess maybe it's still... No, it probably doesn't still happen anymore. But when I was a preteen, maybe even a teenager, and I'd go to a hotel room, you could flip through these channels, and then you could find these channels that were like scrambled porn, but you couldn't really tell oh. what was going on. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Yeah, I so you'd do. like, you know... I stopped watching that when I was probably 14 or so because you really have to use your imagination to imagine you're watching anything interesting. <laughs> you know, it's just like scrambled lines. You're like, oh, that's, that's, that's a boob, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but that, that that's what it kind of reminded me of. What did that have to do with the view of the uh, alien? Of the alien yeah, the like w- towards the end, with the view we saw kind of reminded me of the way that looked. Hmm. Like when it turned all blue? Uh, just when you saw like or, two bodies against each other and it was kind of like all fuzzy and also okay. like somewhat oh, okay. infrared. Because, you know, we saw a different view after his face mask was off. Tell me what the difference was. I can't remember. Like one was infrared okay. and the other one was fuzzy, porny looking, but also kind of colorful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I felt like there was this insinuation that he can like see better, that his vision is more advanced, but... He didn't have any fucking depth perception. Like, no, it's kind of like a mosquito. It was just, yeah, it was like blue, black, yellow, and red was all he could see. And he couldn't, I mean, I couldn't distinguish shit 
<laughs> you know, no, out of what he was saying. No, I mean, you're um, like, okay, I was... guess the red is probably a person. <laughs> I guess, right, right. <laughs> yeah, and then the the pivotal scene where Arnold comes out of the water and somehow instantly gets covered with a, like tons of mud all over his body, <laughs> and the predator comes up to him and can't see him because I guess the mud is that cooling. And then just in yeah. case you didn't catch that, Arnold has to be like, he couldn't see me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right. I didn't know exactly. that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't gather that myself. <laughs> oh, they did mention a line about how the predator comes down only in the hottest years. That was part of what she was saying when she was oh. speaking English. She kind of, you know, there's kind of like this legend oh, in the village right. about how. Legends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we do get a little bit more backstory than we thought. I guess so. You're right. So those aliens just kind of go there. Like I don't know if there's here. those aliens. I think it might be just the one. But then it's weird. The same guy? Who knows? Yeah, because at the end, he's like, who the hell are you? When Schwarzenegger is like, who the hell are you? Um, yeah. <laughs> and so, like, he doesn't know yet after all these years of visiting the, the jungle. Schwarzenegger? The alien. Oh, the oh, he doesn't know who Schwarzenegger is? He's just mocking him. I don't think he actually wanted to know who he was. Oh, I think he was just making okay. fun of him. I was trying to reference the point where... Uh, they saw the alien the first time and then be like, after that, it took like a good half an hour before we actually had another sighting. And at the uh, the second sighting, they like empty all their fucking ammunition Everything. into just, I don't know, I guess a 60 degree span of the forest and cut all the trees and, and they get nothing. Maybe just a little bit of a green blood. Yeah. Do you know how that green blood was made? You can probably guess by the way it looked. Oh, no. Glow sticks. Oh, that makes like that makes very good sense. Yep. <laughs> My mind for a second was like uranium. <laughs> uranium. Yeah, they, had, they were touching uranium. <laughs> and the bleeding, of course, leads to one of the iconic lines. If it bleeds, we can kill it. <laughs> that's that's an iconic line. That's fucking sure. Awesome. Sure. Do you know what else is an iconic line? No. Get to the chopper! <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have the hottest years thing written here and then my own musings about global warming. Oh, yeah, mine too, because like, it's hot as shit right now. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, Portland was just like today 100. Oh, I mean, not today. I mean, like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, it was like shit. 110. Which is insane. God damn. I know. That is insane. It's currently over 100 here, and it should be like still kind of rainy right now and coolish. No, oh, man, this sucks. No. It's like you're going to have a horrible fire season. Yeah. It's going to be, yeah. I mean, I've, I, I, think I, I think I told you before we started recording, but I'm already like done with summer, I think. Wow. As, as I said, that we need an excuse to have a summer <laughs> at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> right. There was one striking example of just nonsensical kind of. Actually, I guess maybe it wasn't nonsensical. And I, maybe bet that's pun, why I bet it kind it of up. was. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Where Arnold like takes a mud bath, yes. starts a fire, and then he starts... Oh, yeah. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> yelling top of his lung. They were pretty awesome. Was that part of his plan to lure the, the predator in? The roaring? Or was that... Yeah. Or was that just primal... Arnold being by himself in the forest. I think it was both because I think that definitely whenever you <laughs> cast Arnold, you got to have a scene of him screaming. Do you? Yes, you do. Okay. Even in his comedy vehicles, is always like screaming. <laughs> 
but I think it also was, you know, he was he was luring him. Yeah, right. Yeah, because he was acting as bait. Because I mean, that's another way that we know he, the predator is intelligent too, because he knows how to get around lots of the booby traps they set. That's right. Didn't he set one of them off and then run off anyway? Well, he got so they figured out that he could like figure out the trip wires. I think it was, and then they did more, a more classic trap that was like a hole in the ground with a net that comes oh, up. Oh, exactly! And, but then right. he just like instantly shredded it as he was like, running. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it worked, but the predator was like way too strong and just destroyed yeah, the net completely. Just, which was clever, and I guess by clever I mean like it was it was good that it wasn't that that wasn't the end of the movie. You know? like, we got him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> But then his end comes by getting a log dropped on him. I know that was that was like they did. I feel like such a good job of uh, of subverting my expectation by having not go like straight to him. But then like he just walked right into this other part of the trap that. Yeah, you think he would <laughs> see guess... if he's that smart, right? He's gonna notice that there's like a yeah, log hanging. That yeah. <laughs> Arnold's reaction didn't really match up because he was super concerned looking when he didn't come straight. I right? know, I know. Yep. Well, maybe maybe he thought the predator was a very like emotionally adept creature that could tell if <laughs> he wanted to deceive him fully. Maybe right. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe the director had to remind him afterwards. Arnold's like, "I'm so disappointed. I didn't work as planned." And he's like, "No, no, no. Remember, the predator goes around, and then you, then you get it." Right. It's a good thing. Ah like, oh, no! <laughs> and then the the last iconic line too. Can you guess the last one iconic line of the movie? You are one ugly yep. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's the first thing I remember from watching the movie. I, really? Yeah, I, I uh, like was at someone's house, like my mom's friend, and they had she had two boys that were slightly older than me, so they're watching Predator while my mom was doing something. So I was just kind of sneaking a peek, and that was the the end scene. Oh, wow. I was like, whoa, I shouldn't be watching this. <laughs> Bad words and a monster. Nice. Right. <laughs> and then Predator, like, blows himself up and becomes a mushroom cloud. And oh, Arnold yeah, Schwarzenegger's right. totally fine after, you know, so you've heard about the phrase nuking the fridge, right? But so I was, I was kind of <laughs> thought this was, I mean, it's not like nuking the fridge, but it's just Arnold Schwarzenegger just surviving a nuclear bomb. <laughs> just with no protection. <laughs> I'm fine, don't worry. <laughs> I have survived before. Well, man, I've been really excited to do this because I have a special surprise for you. What's up? So you don't know this at all, but I'm going to call a special guest on the line, and we're going to have a little mini what? first interview. Yeah, you ready? Holy hold on. shit, yep. I am. They've been ready for this. Okay, hold on. And so he's just going to be on my phone, Okay. Okay. Hello, Mr. Governor, are you there? Hi, boys. <laughs> Thank you for calling me. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Schwarzenegger. That's amazing that you agreed to be on our show. Thanks Thank so, you much. so much. Thanks for watching the movie Predator again. It's a movie that I forgot how good it is. Uh, when was the last time you watched it? I've never seen it, but I know I was in it, and that's good. <laughs> it is. It is. You, you did very well, I thought. Uh, you seemed not so robotic. Uh, that you were, you know, it was kind of what you had to do in some of the earlier movies you played in, but you played uh, a human being very, <laughs> very well. I sir. thought so too, sir. Yeah, you Just really... call me Arnold, please. Stop calling me, sir, governor. <laughs> the Arnold's fine. Oh, yeah. Th thank you. All right. Sorry about that. I also thought you did a pretty good job of playing a human as well, which is uh, some, some of the offensive things. That's not offensive as all. I've heard it all the time. 
So this is my first movie where I didn't play a robot. Where I... <laughs> governor, your accent's getting... Oh, Arnold. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Why don't you like being called the governor? You, me and you, we're just dudes, you know? We just hang out, yeah. we drink milk, we pump. It's, it's what dudes do. We don't call each other governor, sir. Okay, Arnold, I appreciate that. You Definitely bet. brings a yeah, <laughs> familiarity to the situation. So, so Arnold, what, what was the hardest thing about being in the movie Predator? The mud! I was in the mud for three weeks! <laughs> Can you imagine? It sticks to you! It hardens! I do not like the mud! Oh, man. So, was it irritating to your skin? No, it was actually, uh... What is the word you use when... <laughs> it was exfoliating. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Sorry, so uh, do you think it's uh, telling that uh, so many actors in this movie went on to be politicians? It was, it was, it was my idea first. No, it was, hold on, it was the other guy's <laughs> idea first. You know, really? he said he was the brain Ventura. What? <laughs> Arnold, your voice is kind of changing a little bit. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Have you been studying Arnold. French or something? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because we all know each other so well, um, and we. You think like we get to know each other through each other's uh, arts? Because like, I feel like I've known you, you know, a long time. Maybe not closely, but uh, you definitely are a part of I my life. I don't know you at all. <laughs> but th- weren't you saying it seems like we know each other, or we are, we do know each other very well? Oh, are we talking about just? I think he was Ventura. talking about the other. Yeah, act- I was talking about the other actors. I don't know you guys. Oh, I'm sorry. But Sorry. I I love this podcast. <laughs> Arnold, your voice is really getting strange here. I don't know. It sounded better at first, and now it's kind of fading a little bit. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Thank you for for the uh, the endorsement. I love this podcast. <laughs> I just want to say, guys, keep up the good work. Keep releasing the podcast every week and I will listen. Well, uh, we've actually kind of decided to do something a little bit different. Um, we're going to do it bi-weekly, at least for the next... Ah, Why? <laughs> well, that's it's a lot of work. I understand. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, thank you so much for joining us today, Mr. Schwarzenegger. Arnold, please, yeah. just call me Arnold. Well, you know... Ali and I have been watching your movies for a long time, and we are we are big fans, and uh, yeah. really humbled that you, you could take time out of your busy. Yeah, I'm not doing anything. I'm just feeding donkeys with carrots. It's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Either way, you have you have graced uh, you know our podcast with your our first celebrity guest. Yeah, I can't believe it. And we we get to tag you and everything. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, tag me. It's really me. I'm really here. No one's gonna say it's not me. That that is absolutely correct. You better record all of this with a better voice. <laughs> uh, we will, yeah. Well, I'll call you again, and we'll get we'll get a better track yeah. of this later after the podcast. Right. I I know you're probably nervous. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, thanks, Arnold, for coming by. Thank you so much, guys. I will see. Uh, see you late. It doesn't that doesn't work. I I'll be back. Oh, you will. Okay. <laughs> thanks. I'm so glad to hear that. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, that was, uh, of course, former Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. That was incredible, man. I really did not expect that. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I wanted to spring that on you. I uh, definitely did not (laughs) want you to know that was going to happen. made my night. (laughs) 
Well, I guess there's nowhere really to go here but right. to end things because you can't really come down, come go higher than that peak. We really can't. So, uh, what would you get this movie? Three and a half stars. And keep in mind that we just talked to Arnold Schwarzenegger, so you know, be, be respectful. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, okay, Four three stars. and a half, but why? Because it is a tight movie, it doesn't waste time, it has one job to do and it does it. But kind of like, actually, the last movie I feel like we talked about, I rated, which was... Cool Runnings? Cool Runnings, yeah. Ultimately, it wasn't doing a whole heck of a lot. It was like, we summed up the plot in a couple of sentences. Oh, yeah. But it, it did that really well. It was supposed to be an Arnold action movie, and it was exactly that. And I would imagine that for its time, the action sequences were pretty... I think so. ...fucking awesome. They are still pretty fucking awesome, yeah. But it really, out of all the Arnold movies, I feel like this one is sort of the quintessential Arnold movie, where you don't have a whole lot of distractions aside from Arnold. Yeah, it's pretty high up there. That's like, absolutely true. Yeah, this movie would would not be remembered, I don't think, if it weren't yeah, for Arnold. Uh, anyways, <laughs> yeah, I'll give this three and a half too because I don't, you know, I can't really give it more. <laughs> and I mean, I guess you could give it more, but I'm not going to give it more. And I don't really want to give it much less either because, you know, as far as what it's setting out to do, it does it about as well as you could expect, especially for the time. Right. And I think, I think it kind of is not taking itself too seriously either. I think it knows. It's like primary goal is just to have fun. I know, right? Yeah. All right. Well, that's Predator. Uh, I guess we now are going to go to our second and maybe last for a while (laughs) segment (laughs) of You Got It Wrong. Hit the song. You've got it wrong. You've got it wrong. You've got it wrong, boy. You've got it wrong. Right. Uh, did you want to go first with this one? You said you had a few things you wanted to talk about. Or do you want me to go first? I can go. Okay. Well, I, we can switch off too. Right. I uh, talked about the Bowling Alone, the book, mm-hmm. and uh, said that it was a super old book, maybe 70s and 80s. But turns out it's a pretty new book. It, I mean, considering it's from uh, 2000. So it's insights about decline of bowling and uh television taking over American culture would make sense. Played out a bit more than they would have if it was made in the 80s or 90s. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. Well, one thing I did is I was talking about karaoke in Asia, and I was, you know, referring to Asia as a monolithic thing, which it definitely is not, as you are from what we call Asia, because Asia is just a term that doesn't really mean anything. So, you know, I should have said, you know, karaoke in China or karaoke in East Asia, but I don't think karaoke throughout Asia oh. is exactly how I was describing it. Wow. Okay. I wouldn't have thought of that. I uh, got Wooly Bully wrong. Ah. Wooly Bully. Bomb the bully bully. Yep. So you so, sang to the, the the tune of Pretty Woman. Right. That's how, that's how I sang it. You pointed it out right away. Yeah. And actual song goes like this. Oh, no! To. You gotta sing it. <laughs> okay. Bully bully. Okay. Maybe don't sleep. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you corrected yourself there. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> that was a dead-on woolly bully. <laughs> okay. 
another thing I got yeah. wrong is that I said Leon Robinson in the Madonna music video, Like a Prayer. I said he played Black Jesus. That wasn't really Jesus, though. That was supposed to be uh, Martin de Poire, who is the patron saint of mixed race people. Oh, which is something wow. you, which is something I think most people would only know if they read the Wikipedia article. So there you go. Yeah, but still, that's pretty. That's a pretty good correction. That's I love knowing that now. Yeah, me too. That video. We have like a definite period at the end of well, the recording. Well, thanks for everyone for listening. So as we said before, we are going to uh, take move the schedule back a bit and just kind of release this on a bit more relaxed pace, at least for the rest of the summertime. <laughs> but uh, yeah, still, please check us out. Like and review us on iTunes. Tell a friend about us and join us in the Facebook group just to kind of see what we're doing. And we're going to keep on posting things. And maybe we'll, you know, put a little thing out here and there more often than bi-weekly, but we're at least guaranteeing bi-weekly releases for the immediate future. Yes, yes. And uh, I have nothing to add to that aside from thanks to everyone who listened. Thanks so much. See you guys uh, in two weeks. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>